great news. It's not tuberculosis. I don't know what it is, but I feel pretty confident it's not that. Bonjour, amigos. Bienvenido, secret friend. So glad you're here. Thank you so much for hanging out. It is almost time to start worrying about Trump. Almost. And then I want to get to the bottom of this dry January thing. I'm very confused, but candidly, that doesn't take much. But first, can we talk about the debate for just a second? Obviously, the real winner was Trump. It was wildly unpresidential from top to bottom. Even Super Gladys Wonder Kitty was blinded by the stupidity of the cat fight that was Ron DeSantis versus Nikki Haley at a CNN town hall. They both looked so desperate, right? Like they were just working way too hard. And what the fuck was Nikki Haley doing with the Nikki is driving me crazy with the dot com dot com? Did anyone count? It had to be at least 70 something times she mentioned this fucking DeSantis Lies website. It just got awful. And then a couple questions I jotted to myself in real time that are still relevant. Did they just snort a hundred milligrams of Ritalin each? Because they're acting like two people that just, you know, shared a hundred milligrams of Ritalin up the nose. And why are they making me uncomfortable? I'm not doing anything. I'm hanging out with my cat watching a debate. Yet I'm watching this thing and my dick starts to hurt because I am wildly uncomfortable. At least they didn't start a war with China. And I mentioned that the real winner was Trump just because they look so bad. But if I had to pick a winner between Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, and I like darling Nikki considerably more, if I had to pick a winner last night, it would have been Ron. And I don't care for Ron. So maybe Ron's campaign isn't quite dead yet. Well, We'll see what happens Monday in Iowa, where the temperatures will be ridiculously cold. Also, shout out to Chris Christie, who proved it is possible to run for president and actually have it not be entirely about you. Apparently, it is possible to run for president and actually have the best wishes, the highest intentions for the universe, the university, for the United States of America, although our universities are lovely. It's an easy mistake. The university, universal states of America. We're sharp. We're sharp. But Chris Christie got out. So good for Chris Christie. It's easy to understand how I got confused because there is something strange happening with the podcast. Fish B, before I get to sober January or dry January, whatever, whatever the hell it is, um, are we now, I just noticed this, 
are we now, in terms of podcast labeling and organization, are we now counting up in Roman numerals? Dear God, I, I don't think that's a good idea at all. Because, um, with great sarcasm, I say, there is nothing pretentious or off-putting about, about Roman numerals. Nothing screams either the Super Bowl or we're taking ourselves way too fucking seriously if we're using Roman numerals. Just, but, you know, does my opinion matter? I'm not, I'm not sure. So this dry January thing, apparently it's a thing. I don't know if it runs in conjunction with or directly opposed to sober October. I've never participated in any of these things. But dry January, huh. If you want to do that, great. I'm all for being as healthy as possible. I, I, I think the healthier, and this just makes sense. I'm no doctor, it just makes sense. The healthier you are, the better you feel. The better you feel, the better your life is. So I'm all for these sobriety things. But there's a term I've started hearing in the last year, maybe a little more. What in God's name is California sober? As someone that was born in the Bay Area, I ask the state of my birth, what the fuck is California sober? Apparently, according to the internet, which never gets it wrong, it's no alcohol or drugs except for weed and shrooms, which is um, not sober, but it's California sober, I guess. And maybe a little blow, and MDMA, and or ketamine. But as long as you don't get near alcohol, the, the real killer, then you're all right, this, uh, this California sober. Anything else going on in the world, Fishby? A anything that, uh, that I need to know about? Uh, a story to watch, and we'll get to Fishbee's questions here in just a second. I promise we'll get there, Fishbee. But a, uh, a story to watch. There is currently a Republican revolt against the brand new speaker, Speaker Johnson. He can't stand it when his son consumes pornography, and he's got great hair. But that's not why there is a revolt. The revolt is over him essentially agreeing to the same budget deal with Senate Democrats that got Speaker McCarthy booted out of the Speaker's office. And there's a there's a revolt. It appears a shutdown, well not eminent that a government shutdown is getting more and more likely by the day. Story to follow. And another question. In terms of this, uh, the whole Hunter Biden investigation, and I'm going to get to the bottom of this, because I see his big round face, this, this Congressman James Comer, who's made it his life work to expose the alleged Biden crime family. Who the fuck is James Comer? 
And what is his deal? I don't know when we're going to solve that mystery, but we're gonna. And now, and only now, is it time for Fishbee's questions. Kick them over, Fishbee. I am ready. Ow! Thank you, Bass Plane Podcast Magic Man. Hola, Senor Gary F. McNuttbutter. It's me, Fish B. And oh my God, what the fuck happened to your hair? And are you going to pay the peacock $5.99 like a silly rooster to watch the Dolphins Chiefs? And then today's TTMF category, wigs and stuff. Wigs, stuff. My answer's RuPaul. But first, let's do the questions. Did you just notice my hair? I hadn't cut it for a year. Mostly just to save money on haircuts. And when I put on a stocking cap, which is what I would wear every day, make my neck substantially warmer in these cold winter months. But finally, I had had enough. But yeah, I did this. Uh, I did this last Friday. Haircuts are expensive now, just like everything. But just, but, but just a man's haircut in the city, like before you tip. And this isn't the. I'm in Spokalo. I am not in Miami. I'm not in New York City. I'm not even in Seattle. I'm in fucking Spokalo. Forty dollars. And then my hair was so awful. It, it, it took this young barber so long, I felt obligated to tip him a $20 bill instead of a 10. Or God forbid a 5. But yeah, isn't it, isn't it great? D- don't I just look dashing? If only there was some place on social media I could post a picture of him. But yeah, I got a fucking haircut. And am I going to pay the peacock $5.99 like a silly rooster to watch the Dolphins Chiefs? The irony of the Dolphins playing in what's predicted to be the coldest football game in NFL history... And it's not like they just started playing last year. I mean, they were playing football before global warming was a big deal, and this is the coldest. I kind of want to. Sure, this is a game I'd like to see, like everybody else. Wildcard weekend is one of the best weekends, if not the best weekend of football the entire year. But just on principle... No, I won't. I'm sure there, there's a basketball game or I'll, I'll watch something else or, you know, God forbid, read a book. But I just can't. I just can't. And uh, before we get to your TTMF, did you hear about Amazon? If you want to watch something on Amazon and you have Prime, which I think is the only way to watch, uh, uh, do it now. Because on, I believe, January 29th, 
all of us will be at the at, at the commercial tier of Amazon Prime, which no one pays for for the for the video. And then you'll have to pay an extra three dollars a month to watch the the joys of Reacher and the marvelous Mrs. Marvel or whatever the fuck the name of that show is. is it, that's not it, right? It's the Mar. Well, yeah, not my thing. That Rachel Bresnahan wins awards. Just FYI. All right, here's the here's the trivia time. I want to finish this week strong. Category is wigs and stuff. Fishbee reminds me that I am a lowly one for four in this adventure. Question is, who was the last U.S. president who wasn't a Democrat or Republican? Who was the last U.S. president that wasn't a Democrat or Republican? Now, Fishby, you're going to make fun, but, but I think I know this. George Washington was of no political party. And then you had John Adams, who was a Federalist. And then we had a run, Thomas Jefferson, through, like, John Adams' son, John Quincy Adams, is something called Democratic Republicans. And there were a bunch of Whigs in there, right? There were a bunch of Whigs, hence the clue. God, I'm such a... Is everyone going to make fun if I fucking know the answer to this? Because I think there's two answers, kind of. I think the last Whig to be elected into office, that political party, was none other than Millard Fillmore. Millard Fillmore. Final answer, Reach. And Fish B says the answer is Andrew Johnson, Lincoln's Veep. He was a Democrat. Lincoln was a Republican. It was a unity ticket. But then post-Civil War, he was a member of something called the National Union Party, a post-Civil War coalition party. So did I Did I get that one right or, or no? All right. I am scared to death of tomorrow's podcast. Once again, we're going to go through the numbers on a Friday. We'll see if it's too embarrassing. We only have 15 minutes. Up by noon at the latest. Me love you long time. Say adios, Fishbee.